white lady comes out of me. I don't know where it came from. Started all the GMOs or residual effects of prescription drugs on the black community. All right, let's go on. Oh yeah, David Muhead looks like he gives out participation trophies for kids that do not rat on him. <laughs> He's like, it's made out of brownies. I'm sorry. Beyonce, she's so damn hot. But 
I could never, I could never fuck your buddy. I just could never do it. <laughs> you mean like physically you couldn't do it, or like you couldn't do it because you like suck and you work in a factory? <laughs> yeah, he meant physically. He was, it was an ass joke. Like, she got too much back there. I just can't do nothing about it. And I need a diesel to pull something out of that thing right there. Me and him got the same problems. We probably get the same Sinephanil ads on Instagram. Like, that's why I don't use that shit no more. All I get is like offers for underage sex and Viagra. <laughs> 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 you ain't get that shit. This is a PSA right now. I want to know. Like, you get these weird ass responses like, these are my 19 picks. It just has like a question mark and a heart. Like, I don't know what that means, but. I ain't going to jail for none of you niggas. <laughs> Fuck the NSA. I think they went planting shit, bro. Yeah. Alright. What on the end though? I wanted to talk about child sex trafficking right around the time, so. Cause it's fucking up my game, man. I'm missing out on a BDSM party right now. Cause Donald Trump fucked it up for everybody. Cause our fucking language. Some people want to be sex slaves, man. For $150 an hour, so. Let me live. Let me get my best life out here. Get beat up by fifty-year-old ladies. Yeah. yeah. I'll see you guys later. Oh boy. Oh, give it up for Bill one more time. Makes me think I should try acid again when I remember that I have a nine to five with health insurance. So I'm gonna stick with just smoking. Whatever. All right. Honest comedian, Kevin on the stage. I'm so glad he's back. It's been such a long time. And I fucking love this guy. And so will you. Philip Warren. She is right. It has been a long time since I've been here. And my autism is kicking in heavy. Because I'm like, I'm like, those comfy ass seats. <laughs> Or four foot to the left. And it's pissing me off. Because that's the closest thing I've ever felt to feel like a king. Just like walking in a place and like, oh, I just see right here. Put my feet on the stage. Yeah. I'm getting, I'm just pretty much, I turn into Jeff Goldblum when I sit in that chair. Got another weird story about acid related to Steve. I was there the night the baby was conceived. Most likely on acid. <laughs> I've been doing a lot of psychedelics and all of them are like, Phil, you weird as fuck. We need to make more fucking feels. <laughs> but I don't need that responsibility. It's kind of weird. Because yeah. technically, I think I might be an alien. Just compared to everybody else in this room. Cause I don't have the same like level of consciousness. Like stuff doesn't mean anything to me. Like when I eat cereal with my new roommates, they get pissed at me. Cause one night it was like four in the morning, and I was like, okay, time to go check on those checks, mates. <laughs> I'm like I'm fucking green. I ain't got time to use a bowl. Like plus I fucking lactose intolerant. I just poured it right into my hand. Then I walked around the corner and I see Ethan chilling there. He's like, what's up? What's up with my cereal in your hand? I was like, this is actually a clean way to do this. Because he had to fucking wash dishes. <laughs> I hate millennials. Like, I was like, okay, it's been 
two weeks. You made popcorn two weeks ago. It's still fucking popcorn butter in that can. Let's do something about it. I gotta be a tough love dad in this new apartment situation. <laughs> gotta go in there and say, alright, so we're taking me real quick. If you wanna bring girls back to this house, you gotta, you gotta do some things. You gotta throw away those beer cans. <laughs> what else? I had like weird, lofty ambitions about this apartment situation. But like, I thought I was gonna turn into mercenaries like me. I'm trying to get a job working for Hillary Clinton's next campaign season. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to be a soldier of fortune. I'm making Jimmy John's money right now. It's not really lucrative at all. <laughs> like, I love Jimmy John's because they let me get away with all types of weird autistic guy shit. But I have red tinted glasses that I wear most of the time. But I lost them because I was high as fuck changing clothes. <laughs> for a camera. I was like, okay, shirt off, shirt on, wear my glasses. And then my fucking roommates got pissed because it'll be an hour of walking around in circles, but. I feel like I am a genius. Like, Elon Musk probably loses his glasses all the time if he has glasses. <laughs> the next thing. I almost got kicked out of the house because I lost my roommate's dog. Because oh. that's a problem. When you do shrooms and stuff, you're like, oh my god, this dog is talking to me. He obviously wants to go on an adventure. <laughs> circle, look over two seconds later, it's 800 feet away from me, in the woods, and then I'm like, hey, Charlie, what's going on? As soon as I said, hey, he took off hard-ass right. We found him, like, like probably eight hours later at the fire department, so yeah. Uh, but maybe he smelled like testosterone, it smelled like balls in there, he was like, alright, manly men don't know what to do with me. I can be as racist as I want to. Just like white people in America. Oh, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> All right, so we have our first of our eight-minute headliners coming up right now. This man goes on, on Facebook. He's a completely different person, all right? So this is now the first time I'm getting to meet the guy. It's the first time I'm getting to see his comedy. So I want y'all to give him a warm welcome, as I'm going to give him a warm welcome. So please welcome to the stage, Philip. Warm! 
Joe in eight minutes. Yeah. I want to talk about JJ real quick. This ain't a roast. I, I pulled up, I saw him standing there. I didn't even notice that he had a cane. Well, I thought he was on some new black hipster pimp shit. He's like, you got a fucking Instagram, he had a Deadpool hoodie on. But, uh, cool, man. Oh, in other news, I saw a lady get hit by a car today. Oh, yeah. Jimmy John's delivery. And it was crazy as shit because I was just like walking down the street and I see this girl turning left. I see a lady in the thing. I was like, she got me this shit. <laughs> she really got me this shit. And I was just like, oh. As soon as she hit her, I was like, oh, right. like, hopefully she's still moving. Because as soon as I hit the crosswalk, I took a left. All I saw was like an amazing booty on the ground. <laughs> And I was like, first he's like, oh man, that's a good looking booty. Oh, she probably did, man. She's stiff. That's a stiff booty. That's a roadkill booty right there. And the cops, by the time I got back for the delivery, I was like walking through the crime scene. And like they were loading her up. And they were talking to her. Hopefully she's alive. Like you don't talk to corpses that long if you're like a coroner. I guess, you know. Other news. Hmm. Jimmy Johns. I don't want to talk about that bullshit. Oh, never mind, I guess I haven't talked about that. I, here's talking about how I'm a different person on the internet than I am in real life. I call it black autism. Because <laughs> I figured out at an early age that the world is just a simulation, and the only way to live like a free-ass life is to troll the fuck out of the Jews, so. Yeah. Because I got a fucking, I got a prior day. Like, people was out to get me for no damn reason. It's just like, oh, this is jokes, man. I'm trying to the government waste money. Chasing down false flags by making them think I'm a terrorist and very anti-Semitic. But I'm really just a hip hop fan. I don't like what they did to fucking Dre's contract. You saw the movie, you know. Straight out of Compton. The whole bad thing about AWA is that music does not hold up. So like all the anti-Semitism, not valid anymore. Because you're not defending AWA jams. Hopefully. It's a lot of white people in here. Y'all probably like, yeah, I like NWA. I gotta bring that up around my one black friend. Jack Jack. <laughs> so I moved out of my house recently, like a couple months ago, at age 29. That's my older brother right there in the back. Give it up for him real quick. Yeah. The beautiful version of me. Like if I was like saner, I would look like that guy. Instead of this. <laughs> But the real reason I moved out of my dad's house is because I was tired of hearing him bang my mom in the next room <laughs> while being high as shit and pretending nothing's going on. I'm just like eating all the snacks and he getting mad because he bought the snacks and you know, we got like a whole weird ass relationship. Like we was this close. I heard that a couple years ago, I almost threw him down a staircase, but it's all good. Yeah. yeah. But nah, I, don't know, I figured it out because, like, uh, I'm pretty much my dad if he just knew what the fuck happens when you do shrooms. Because <laughs> what I figured out, he told me, he's like, oh yeah, when I was in high school, somebody churned me. They put angel dust in a joint. Like, he never saw weed before, he smoked it one time. And it fucked his whole shit. He saw the devil, it's like, he sees demons all the time. And I was like, dude, that's, that's cool, man. They like trying to get good information. But he's not getting it at all. It's kind of weird. Cause drugs made my life better. Like I don't know how to tell him. Cause he sees me smoking weed. It's like Phil over there fucking talking to demons all day, <laughs> eating all my snacks. <laughs> you really need a piss. 
because I figured out, I did a lot of research about all his schizophrenia and his medication side effects. I found out you're not supposed to eat lactose with the fucking benzos. It gives you hardcore ass constipation. Oh God. Yeah. But it's like, I knew he was lactose intolerant. I'm also lactose intolerant. So it's like, we torture each other. And I'm like, Dad, I know why you got problems, man. because you can't shit. Your mind's going crazy trying to eat a poop. So I'm like, hey, Dad, why don't you just start listening to Joe Rogan? Like, I did get hot and all your problems will be solved. That's the key to life. Because uh, six years ago, one of my white friends kind of looks like Andy, not Andy, just for disclosure purposes, no snitching, you know? Well, yeah. <laughs> he handed me a handful of shrooms at a party. He's like, I think you need these. And I took all of those, and I went walking down Spring Garden Street, and I was like, I don't know. It's weird. It's like, everything's fucking beautiful as shit. I was like, God came out of nowhere and started talking to me out of, like, the clouds. And he was... God didn't sound like a white guy. He sounded like Dave Brown. He's like, Philip, you a fat bitch! You need to get out of your mama's house. You need to start doing shit. And then start doing open mics. And it changed my life. I was like a fat fuck before I did comedy. But that's what he'll tell you. He drugs give me great advice. It's not always demon shit. But uh, I still have it done. Like, he still thinks I'm trying to slip him DMT in his Brita water. So... That's the last thing. He's like, Phil, you poisoning me. I remember the first time he thought I was trying to poison him. He, I was 11 years old, and I was like, we got one fish left in the house, and I made a fish sandwich out of it. And he got off work, and he came in, he was just like, we ain't got no food left? I was like, shit. Someone gave him the fish sandwich. And I was like, okay, I did a good deed. My dad's fucking eating right now. I'm gonna watch the fucking Yu-Gi-Oh. Then I came like, upstairs, seeing him look at the sandwich, look at me, Throw the direct sandwich directly in trash cans and walk the fuck off. Oh, God. I was like, damn. <laughs> and I never asked him about it. I just kind of kept watching you. It was kind of weird as fuck. Like, what's going on? I want to eat that fucking sandwich. I was looking at it. I was like, God damn it. And then I finally asked him about it after doing a shrimp. I was like, damn, what the fuck was that for that fish sandwich situation? And he's like, I thought you was trying to poison me because that's what God would tell me for the last 10 years. So I was like, really? <laughs> So why would I poison you? The only source of money I got, bro. Like, I can't even get to a poison store. But it's been fun. I'll see you guys later. Alright, so our next to me is going to going to display a new talent for us tonight. Almost like a musical interlude before our next headline. So I want you all to give a warm welcome to the Brazilian coffee king himself. Juan, Jay-Z, Jay-Z, guys. Here's my fucking new talent. Oh, yeah. On the way. All right, so I was just driving or leaving on delivery and I see two golf looking girls with like weird colored hair wearing black and other stuff out of the corner of my eye. Didn't want to look instantly because I didn't want to get called out. There's a lot of black girls around and they would have saw like my whole demeanor, my glasses. They're like that's typically Phil right there. Like that boy, he don't look straight at the ass. I was like, I can't get these hoes what they want, what they know I'm about to do. So I get in my car. Rear view mirror, baby. 
she had on the greatest booty shorts I've ever seen in my life. They're like reddish, brown, black, like tie-dye looking. And she had the yeeks out, baby. And them yeeks was peaking. She had the fucking, the booty was killing it right now. What was the other metaphor I used for her ass? It was, uh... She had them cakes out in the window. If you know what I'm saying. <laughs> that's, that's one of them. Yeah. But I love booty watching on delivery. This is the greatest job ever. Like, anybody who's... If you're depressed, get a job delivering on a college campus and just appreciate all the ass and them jeans... Can Wale B? Can Roscoe Skeet? <laughs> that shit, bro. That was the best song ever for like probably four months out of my life. All the mashups, man. Walker flocking and fucking metal they put behind it. They put electronic or whatever. Girl, the way you're moving got me in a trance. DJ turned me up. Ladies, it's your jam. I was a Moscato. You want to the past? Throw this money while you do it with no hands. Girl, drop it to the floor. I love the way your booty go. <laughs> they go another way. All I want to do is sit back and watch you move. And I proceed to throw this cash. I got a gold dollar in my pocket, bitch. I <laughs> better start freestyle. Don't even do it, bro. Don't even do it to him. Not for free, baby. No free freestyles, bro. You trying to get a freestyle? Holler at me in the DMs. I give you a feature. I give you a hot two-minute track of stolen beats mixed with fucking just feel wizardry on the mic. It's coming. My new my new business model is to get the customer to pay before they get the product. Like, they be like, hey, in advance. You give me the bands, I will make some crazy ass art to troll the world. I give it back, baby. I remember that time I was gonna make a gorilla suit, leather jacket, and this girl was like, I seen you $20 just to help you out. And it went directly to weed, like it's supposed to. Actually, not even gay. I'm just trying to fucking, you know, get some practice for when the government starts torturing us in the next civil war if the liberals get what they want. Because they're gonna have me all tied up and they're about to electrocute my balls. Like, yes, daddy, do it! Don't even use blue, buddy. I'm out here. 
Uh, but yeah, censorship. Uh, if you listen to people that are like industry types and like down with canceling, you end up like Brody Stevens. So watch out, young comics. <laughs> Cause people try to cancel me for bullshit ass reasons. Like we're in fucking Greensboro, North Carolina. Like nobody cares. Like, <laughs> like I remember one time somebody told me, it's like Phil, somebody came up to me and told me, I was like, you don't believe rape victims, so you can't be on the show. And I told her I didn't care. And then she moved to a <laughs> It was a real ass story. I was like, I just, I mean, I don't care. Nothing exists to me. I'm a sophilist, like a philosophy. But nothing outside of my own consciousness is actually real. Like, all y'all are just a bunch of fucking ideas. <laughs> y'all just come that turned into a fucking dude to wear shirts. And <laughs> I got this problem at work. People talk to me, and I respond to them in a trolly ass way because I just don't give a fuck about anybody. Like, some girl was like, Phil, how you doing today? I was like, medium. She said, what do you mean, like high, low? I was like, no, medium, it could be medium is like, I don't really have any opinions, or is it because I'm psychic, man? That's medium, also means psychic, though. <laughs> that joke was from Christine Hansen, she's the only one who knows what that means. We've got weird history. <laughs> no, not really. Uh, all right, last thing I want to end on. Oh. I've been doing a lot of delivery driving, and I noticed that there's a difference between Martin Luther King Drive and they have a Dr. Martin Luther King Drive. Black people fucking petition, I was like, you gotta put the doctor in front of it, but they're also confusing as fuck. Because to me, when I look at it when I'm on delivery drive, I think it means drive Martin Luther King Drive. <laughs> Right? No, it was everywhere. It was just everywhere. <laughs> Chapel Hill, Raleigh. I mean, Chapel Hill cancels everybody, man. Yeah. Freddie Malloy looks like a Dominican Luigi. <laughs> I was gonna do an impression of Luigi, but that motherfucker never say shit. Oh yeah, it's been a while since I've been here because I moved to High Point, and uh, it's crazy moving out of the house when you're 29 years old. A lot of people think I'm retarded, but <laughs> you did way too many psychedelics to have a regular ass job. So I'm saying, I could get fired any minute from Jimmy John's and become one of the next cool-ass homeless people you see in Chapel Hill. I really moved out because I was tired of hearing my dad fuck like 80 feet away from me and being able to hear it through the wall like, Dad, your stroke game is weak, bruh. This is the same thing over and over again. It's like... I even went into his room and moved his bed away from the wall so it wouldn't hit the wall and he moved it back. He's like, yeah, motherfucker, you need to get out of this fucking house. I was really, I was like, Dad, you don't deserve to fuck my mom. You're way too fat right now, bro. Maybe you should start doing psychedelics and lose weight like I did. Get your podcast subscription game up, buddy. I think it's a true test of black autism, though, is how long you can listen to your parents fuck. I think I could have made it at least 10 more years. 
before killing myself accidentally. Yeah. Well, a lot of weird shit's going on. I moved in with uh, two other comics, and it sucks because they're kind of pussies and they kind of don't do anything. But me being like the masculine energy of the house is really kind of. <laughs> I lost my roommate's dog before I went to work. Because I hate white people. Like, why do you let a fucking dog piss all over your house and expect me to pay $400 to live there? Yeah, I was this close to throwing that motherfucker against the wall. I was like, Michael Vick was right. I got staff now. My eyes are fucking swollen up. That's the problem. I'm in there just doing yoga. And it like, feels weird. He's just been in this flexing all day. So I'm getting hot, buddy. Don't act about or Don't act like you know what I'm doing over here. But yeah. Uh, I had to get away from those guys, but I got only like two minutes left, so I'm just gonna switch that whole joke train and talk about conspiracy theories. Yay! You guys like the prime audience for this. I think you motherfuckers need to hear the real shit. Because I like weird stuff, and a lot of weird stuff is going on in the world. And one of my favorite weird things is the letter they sent to Martin Luther King Jr. when he was doing the Civil Rights Movement. He got it from Jager Hoover. Basically, they found out he was cheating on his wife on the road, and they were like, we're going to use this against you to try to like shut down the civil rights movement. But what they didn't know was that everybody in his whole camp already knew it. Like It was like a known thing. But they never released the recordings of him fucking in hotel rooms. Because I'm in the greatest podcast ever. You just hear Martin Luther King like, me and Corona, we got an agreement. She said you can get all the side pussy you want on the road, Martin. I don't want you to die with blue balls in a red state. <laughs> While you're out there fighting them cracker-ass crackers, remember, you can fuck any bitch you want. Just don't get them pregnant. I remember this one time down in Alabama or Mississippi, I can't remember, because I was going off the white and the brown. This thick Asian bitch named Yoko came up to me. She said, Martin, I want to suck out your dreams. But I told that bitch, you want to fuck me? You got to fuck the whole squad. I'm talking Malcolm X, Jesse Jackson, but not that slippery-haired coon Al Sharpton. I think he has something to do with me getting shot. Well, this was fun. I'll see you guys later. Give it up for failure, guys. <laughs> teaching that in American history. <laughs> All right, let's keep it going. Give it up for your next comedian. Uh, let's bring up Matt Urban. What's going on, everybody? So you can really tell there's a difference between the younger and the older generations, and that difference is no more clear than at the locker room at the gym. And that difference is with locker room nudity. The comfort level with these old men is astounding. They're just walking around naked all the time. They're parading around with their old balls and high self-esteem. Just, just, yeah, just naked as fuck, sorry. There's something about, there's something about uh, gravity and time that simply warps the mind warps the mind and body in an appalling way. Every time I'm in there, I, before I walk in, it's like storming the beach at the beginning of Save a Private Ryan. You're there, you have to take some deep breaths, and you have to get yourself ready, hold back vomit from the inquisition of scrotum and skin you're about to subject yourself to. You're just standing there, just 
finally you walk in, and you walk in, you turn around the corner, you'll see this old man just putting lotion on his legs. I was talking to this old guy about it the other day. He's like, what, what are you, what are you, a sissy? He's like, no. I don't look good naked. If you see me naked, it looks like a cloth in the moonlight. Oh, that looks Yeah. 
and get booed off stage for doing the Martin Luther King bit. I'm not, not going to do that. I'm going to save this for later. I want you to come back to your glasses, girl. It's a good bit. Yeah, thank you. You're welcome. I mean, it worked. There were five other comics there. They died laughing, but like, they were just like, give him his money, give him the fuck out of here. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was fun, though. But yeah, I'll see you guys later.